consensus mechanisms. How does blockchain work? Well, one of the big things we're going to be talking today is how does the consensus mechanism work? And what does that mean? Well, blockchain is supposed to be decentralized. You can have centralized blockchains, but we're going to talk about decentralized blockchains. Think of Bitcoin. When you think of Bitcoin, you think of computers all over the world with the same ledger. And you think of you think of machines that are running these algorithms and trying to crack these codes to so that they can win the chance to to validate transactions. Well, and that's just what it is. Consensus mechanism is the part of the blockchain technology <clears throat> that enables the system, the network to be to be secure. And it also validates transactions to make sure nobody's trying to put in a fraudulent transaction. And it does that by checking the ledgers on computers all over the world called nodes. Well, in a proof of stake mechanism, people put up their coins and they agree to put them into a pool. And the pools are randomly selected to validate transactions. So instead of having to use a high energy intensive machine to crack these codes so that you can win the chance to record transactions on the blockchain with Bitcoin and proof of stake, you're selected at random. And when you're selected, your pool is responsible for validating the transactions by comparing them to ledgers across the world as well as securing the network. So, why are we why am I bringing this up? Well, if you haven't heard already, the SEC has gone after Kraken for their proof of stake mechanisms. Now, the reason why this is important is the obvious one is Ethereum. Ethereum is is having allowing people to stake their coins during upgrades, but you cannot unlock them. A lot of other cryptocurrency mechanisms enable you to stake and unstake your crypto with with little to no lockup periods, meaning you can stake for a day and unstake your tokens. Well, the Ethereum upgrade, it is not that case, but once the next Shanghai upgrade comes around, people will start being able to unlock their tokens. Now, why is this important? Because the SEC has basically declared war on staking, which means it's declared war on every cryptocurrency that runs a proof of stake consensus mechanism, which is a lot of the big ones and a lot of the ones that you know there are not that many proof of work mechanisms and they can't really shut those down it's almost almost impossible to completely shut those down which is why bitcoin is still safe all right well welcome back to how about that crypto your home for crypto and web3 news and updates and i am your host bitcoin stylist and today we're talking about an enforcement action by the sec against kraken and why it is so important don't forget this is not financial advice you can use the links below to do your own research if you want legal financial or tax advice call a lawyer a a financial advisor or an accountant and put your life in their hands and do not forget you can use the links below to do your own research which is what i always recommend now 
If you like, subscribe, and follow, it'll help make sure that this content gets out to more and more people, which after this episode, I hope that you understand how important it is that we get this information out to people. So I'm going to jump in and I'm going to share my screen. All right. Well, let me just do that over again because I'm going to play some video and music for you in just a second. All right. So what you're looking at now, if you're listening on podcasts, you can just use the links below to follow along. The links are in order uh, and the in the description below. Okay, so. All right, so here we go. This is a press release from the U.S. Uh, Securities Exchange. Kraken to discontinue unregistered offer and sale of crypto assets staking as a service program and pay $30 million in S to settle SEC charges says that the Securities and Exchange Commission today charged Payward Ventures and Payward Trading Limited, both commonly known as Kraken, with failing to register the offer and sale of their crypto assets staking as a service program, whereby investors transfer crypto assets to Kraken for staking in exchange for advertised annual investment returns of as much as 21%. So pay attention to that. So the staking as a service and this payward ventures and payward trading, they're known as Kraken. So Kraken is their, I guess their DBA doing business as name or, you know, they use for branding. But so just remember that as well. So the staking as a service is important. Okay. So I'm going to jump down here, whether it's through staking as a service, lending or other means, crypto intermediaries, when offering investment contracts in exchange for investors tokens need to provide the proper disclosure and safeguards required by securities laws, says Gary Gensler, the head of the SEC. Today's actions should make clear to the marketplace that staking as a service providers must register and provide full, fair, and truthful disclosures and investor protection. Translation, that says that uh, staking as a service on other platforms in the U.S. is going away. And uh, let's keep moving on. In case after case, we've seen the consequences when individuals and businesses tout and offer crypto investment outside of the protections provided by the federal securities laws. Investors lack the disclosures they deserve and are harmed when they don't receive them. Today, we take another step in protecting retail investors by shutting down this unregistered security staking program through which Kraken not only offered investors outsized returns untethered to any economic realities, but also retained the right to pay them no returns at all. All the while, it provided them zero insight into, among other things, its financial condition and whether it even had the means of paying the marketed returns in the first place. In addition to ceasing the staking program and the monetary relief, Payward Ventures and Payward Trading without admitting or denying the allegations in the SEC's complaints, consented to the early entry of a final judgment. And it goes on to say, in a bunch of legal words, that they're never allowed to do this again. <laughs> They've been basically banned from doing it in the U.S. So it's not that in other situations, like BlockFi had their lending program, they agreed to settle with the SEC and only allow accredited investors, but grandfathered everybody in and then was working to... Uh, register their product with the SEC. This does not. This says does not say that Kraken has the ability to register their product with the SEC. And uh, so I think that that's a very interesting because he's, they're not saying, "Oh, you're doing this wrong." 
Uh, they're saying, oh, you did you did this wrong. Therefore, you're banned from ever doing it again. Let's hear from uh, Gary Gensler straight from his mouth as he explains exactly what he means when uh, he, like what his thoughts are what when he's going after them. You ready with our securities and... laws? Hold on one second. That's S-T-A-K-E, not S-T-E-A. You probably can already hear it, but. What does stake have to do with our securities laws? That's S-T-A-K-E, not S-T-E-A-K. In the crypto markets, there are various ways to validate data stored on crypto ledgers called blockchains. And one of these ways is called staking. Investors lock up their tokens in escrow and help validate the next block of data. Some stakers are then rewarded with new tokens. Staking, though, can be complicated and time-consuming and can take big upfront commitments of tokens. There's also the risk that you won't get new tokens even if you stake. Thus, crypto entrepreneurs started offering what's called staking as a service. No, not like the steakhouse. Basically, if you transfer your tokens to a staking as a service provider, they take control, possibly pooling your tokens with thousands or millions of others while promoting returns. But here's the rub. When a company or platform offers you these kinds of returns, whether they call their services lending, earn, rewards, APY, or staking, that relationship should come with the protections of the federal securities laws. That means you, the investor, should receive important disclosures. For example, what do they actually do with your tokens? Are they really staking them? Are they lending, borrowing, or trading with them? Are they commingling them with their other businesses? Where do the rewards come from? Are you getting your fair share? Are the underlying crypto protocols genuinely creating value on your investment? Or are they just new tokens that dilute the value of ones you already have? Remember, if you have a stake, that's S-T-E-A-K, if you have a stake meant for two and cut it into three pieces, it's still the same amount of stake. Unfortunately, because these staking as a service providers generally are not providing proper disclosures, there's currently no reliable way as an investor to know the answers to these important investment questions. Plus, when you sign on the dotted line or accept the terms of service, you are generally agreeing that placing your tokens with these providers may mean transferring your ownership to them. There's an expression in crypto, not your keys, not your crypto. You see, you're basically an investor in their platform. If it goes under, and we've seen plenty of that recently, you end up in line in the bankruptcy court. That's why it's so important that these companies and platforms comply with the securities law. After all, the securities laws, regardless of what you think of stake or staking, 
they're good for investors. Okay, so the reason why I wanted to play that entire thing, I know it was three minutes, and hopefully I didn't lose any of you, but I think it's really important to listen to the words that he uses to talk to to explain. And and don't hate me, but I think he's got a pretty strong point here. Cause if he if he wasn't taking if he was taking this stance a year or two years ago and was questioning was questioning what was happening on some of these exchanges would, you know, and made and took some of these actions earlier. Would we have seen such a pain in the market uh, when over the summer and when FTX imploded? I don't know. I don't know that we would have. But um, but I think I think what he's trying to say is like, if you give me your money and I say I'm going to go and stake it for you. How do you know I'm going and staking it for you? If you give me your money and I and I get to collect a bunch of money from a bunch of people and then I say I'm going to stake it and I'm going to pay you I'm going to pay you uh 4% return on your money. One, how how do you know that I can guarantee that return? How do you know what I'm doing with the money? And how do you know that I even have the abilities to do it? Like what is your risk? Well, your risk is that I don't give the keys or login information or whatever to the staking uh, to anybody and then I die. And then uh, then you're all screwed because you can't get your your ETH unstaked. Uh, you could I could also be doing what some Alameda research and Sam Bankman Freed seems to have done. And that is take your coins, tell you you're getting I'm staking it and then go play funny business games and uh, and try to get even richer and hope that I'm a good trader and the market keeps going up. And then if it doesn't, then you again, you lose all your money. So what he's saying is if you're giving your money to if you're giving your tokens to somebody else and they're saying they're staking it, they should provide you with a thorough analysis of disclosures for you to look through. And these disclosures need to be combed over by a regulatory authorities. Now, I have to say that that doesn't sound unreasonable. Now, let's but but at the same time, how the hell are you supposed to register uh, staking. Let's hear what Hester Peirce has to say. Hester Peirce is a commissioner at the SEC. She's the only one that seems to be a voice of reason for crypto. The rest are very hostile. It says, um, crypto Kraken operated a service through which its customers could offer their tokens up for staking. The customers earned returns and the company earned a fee. The commission argues that this staking should Program should have been registered with the SEC as a securities offering. Whether one agrees with that analysis or not, which I think I might actually, so don't hate me, but I think I do agree with that analysis. But it doesn't, she's saying it doesn't matter if you agree with that analysis because there's a more fundamental question is that's whether the SEC registration would have been possible. And that's a very interesting question. In the current climate, crypto-related offerings are not making it through the SEC's registration pipeline. An offering like the staking service at issue here raises a host of complicated questions, including whether, whether the staking program as a whole would be registered or whether each token's staking program would be separately registered, what the important disclosures would be, and what the accounting implications would be for Kraken. And it says, more concerning, though, is that our solution to a registration violation is to shut down entirely a program that has served people well. 
So she's like, yo, where's the clarity? It's like, you're going to enforce it. Why don't you like say, oh, you got to pay a fine because you did do this wrong. And uh, there's no real clarity on this. So uh, here's the clarity. And then let's work together to get this thing registered. Like I mentioned with BlockFi and their lending program before. It says the program will no longer be available in the United States and Kraken is enjoined from ever offering a staking service in the United States, whether it's registered or not. A paternalistic and lazy regulator settles on a solution like the one in this settlement. Do not initiate a public process to develop a workable registration process that provides valuable information to investors. Just shut it down. So this does sound, she is kind of playing into the narrative that this is a uh, a coordinated attack on crypto. However, is it crypto or is it centralized exchanges offering services to people and then screwing over their investors? Because that's what we've been seeing over and over again. Anybody disagree with that? I mean, I think that you're not paying attention if you disagree with that statement. Centralized entities have screwed us over Oh, again and again. And the, the the government is screwing us by sleeping on the job and not providing us with that those oversight or those uh, or that clarity. However, I'm more disappointed with centralized entities that are ripping people off and uh, taking extremely risky bets that they shouldn't be taking. Like Voyager giving half of their loan book to one hedge fund. Like that is not cool. Like that kind of stuff, we should have known. Would you have put your money in Voyager? Come on, think about it. Oh, hey, everybody, 50% of our loan book is in one hedge fund. And then the rest is like spread out against all these others. It's like, that sounds like a one big surface area for attack and fail a single point of failure. You, If your one person goes under that you give 50% of your loan book, then you lose 50% of your loan book. <laughs> Oh, it's frustrating. Okay, so Jacqueline Melanick reports for TechCrunch. Uh, Kraken ends its crypto staking services for U.S. clients. Okay, we already know this. But the question is, what happens to Ethereum? So, like, if Coinbase is – they go after Coinbase next, which I'm going to – they have announced that they're, they've been under a probe for their staking programs since August. And it's saying that – so I'm like, well, what happens to everybody's crypto? And it says, starting today, with the exception of staked Ethereum, assets enrolled in the on-chain staking program by U.S. clients will automatically be unstaked and will no longer earn staking rewards. Further, U.S. clients will not be able to stake additional assets, including ETH. So it sounds like ETH, you're grandfathered in because you can't unstake it anyway. And I don't know if maybe the SEC is super pissed about the fact that they can't end their staking services. They have to like allow this to happen. Otherwise, they, it could... I mean, I don't know. What would they do? They have to buy everybody out of their Ethereum. But then Kraken and Coinbase get to hold on to their positions uh, in Ethereum. I don't know. I think it's all very interesting. But if the staking, uh, if the proof of stake protocols that your your coins are, are staked in does not have a lockup period, then you will be unlocked and you will get your coins back. And then, and then... And then as I go over to Bloomberg, this is an article by Austin Weinstein, David Planet, Olga Karif, and it's also titled the same thing, Crypto Cracking as the Stuff. But I found this little piece here. It says, last August, Coinbase disclosed that it was being probed by the SEC over its staking program. The exchange is the second largest depositor of staked ETH, according to tracker Etherscan. The De DeFi platform Lido Finance is the largest, which we'll talk about in a second. 
Henry Elder, head of decentralized finance at Wave Financial, said the case was a huge gift to decentralized staking providers like Lido, Rockapool, and Stakewise, because apps like Lido and Rockapool are decentralized, meaning that no single company runs them. They might be hard for regulators to control. Well, I mean, bottom line is they can't like stop them from running their staking programs. I mean, I don't know how you would stop a DeFi with the protocols, I mean, with the code being run on multiple computers around the world. And uh, no one, no one, I don't know. Does anybody have the ability to shut this down? Uh, we'll, we'll find out. But um, but it's also, remember, a third party saying, I'm going to stake your tokens for you. But then it's not a computer program. So when you put the tokens in that, you know, they're staked because that's how the code is written. These are humans that you're giving your money to and you have to trust them. And we know that you cannot trust humans. Therefore, that's why regulators are there. If you want to trust humans, then go right ahead. But what the hell are you doing in crypto? Okay. That's all I have to say. All right. So last but not least, Christian Christian Sandor writes for Coindesk, liquid staking tokens rally as Kraken shuts staking services settle with the SEC. The sudden price uptick of governance tokens for the largest liquid staking protocols, Lido Finance, Rikapool, and Frax Finance was a counterweight to the decline of the broader crypto market. So I think that this is so fascinating. So basically, people are going to move away from centralized exchanges into DeFi crypto pools because there's liquid staking. And I'm going to do a little bit of a dive on liquid staking. So look forward to that coming in the next, um, you know, within a week. Uh, I'm going to do that because I'm going to be moving a lot. I'm going to be moving in DeFi myself. I feel like I'm a little behind the curve. So uh, you can join me if you want. Remember, this is not financial advice. This is just what I'm doing. But and when I mean join me, I don't mean actually join me. I mean, like I'm behind and uh, and I'm not scared to get in. But that's just me to your own research. OK, so this here says that um, staking is a consensus mechanism to validate transactions for proof of stake blockchains, including Ethereum, which also offers a way for investors to earn a yield on their digital asset holdings. However, the SEC has been vocal about its concerning staking services are the equivalent of unregistered securities. The settlement between Kraken and the SEC might be a boon for decentralized rivals to grab market share from centralized service providers. So if you don't have 32 ETH that it takes to start a staking, uh, to start a validator node and start running your own pool, which I mean, that's like $50,000 or something like that right now, then uh, and you only have two Ethereum or four Ethereum like I do. I think I have three, three or four, but two of them are staked at Coinbase and I can't unstake them. Well, you can you can now move your crypto out of centralized exchanges and in the if you're in the US and you can uh just go into DeFi and you could stake them there yourself. And you know, I'll be doing some research on that to discover what type of risks there are, but I have a feeling that the risks are lower in DeFi than they are with a centralized player. So what does that all mean? I mean, at the end of the day, it means that, you know, maybe the SEC is doing us a little bit of a favor and uh, kind of making sure that centralized players are on their toes and they can't just like do whatever they want. And uh, when they're, when they're running around rampant, do, running free, then we know what happens. It turns into a bunch of cowboys trying to make a ton of money by taking super risky bets with our money. So you just think about that. Let me know what you think. Leave a comment below. I'd like to hear from you. I'm sure some of you are not going to like my perspective, but 
Hashtag DeFi, baby. All right. Have a good day. Hot on.